Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. I see you just popped in. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> my, listen, my voice is trash today. Listen, you ain't the only one. It's been a crazy week in my house. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> hey Trish. How you doing? Oh, better than I was on Tuesday. <laughs> oh no. Quick recap. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Quick recap. I don't know if I even want to talk about it. Okay. No pressure. TMI. TMI. Oh, my goodness. My son first, then my daughter, she left, uh, went back to Kentucky, but she's fine. But me and my son, we've been battling with uh, flu in this house mm-hmm. earlier this week. I am so sorry. Yep. 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 But uh, on the upswing. We are healing. Good. What about you, uh, Keisha? I'm crying. I'm not sure what's going on over here. I thought it was a cold at first, and then when I got home from work, when I got home from work yesterday, I started getting body aches and chills, and I, I could not get warm at all last night. So I've been up on and off throughout the night because I just couldn't get comfortable. Oh. How are you feeling now? Are you sure you want to be on the call? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm okay. I just took some, uh, you know, a little bit of flu medicine about an hour ago. So my aches, the aches is probably the worst part of it, and I, I'm not feeling those right now because of the medicine. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, um, I'm. Ho- I'm gonna give throwing well wishes out there to us over here, everybody mm-hmm. out there. Whatever is going on, we're going to try to get into 2023 feeling good this year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my God. But uh, the soaps, on the other hand, was, I would say, especially bold and beautiful, was something out of the outer limits of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yes. Twilight Zone is definitely a good way to describe it. I know, right? So, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I would have never expected that. But it's just so crazy because as crazy as it was this week, it's going to turn around and flip next week. Yeah, and I think a lot of people were speculating about that as well. Yeah, well, the the actual, the spoilers did come out about it, and it's like, okay, why did we even go down that road? It was just the unnecessary heinousness of it all. Yeah, it was crazy to me. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. All right, let's go ahead and do our formals and everything. Um, I hope you feel better. I'm on the upswing, and uh, hopefully, you know, we can get to this call. <laughs> anyway, 
Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where it's myself, Keisha, and Trish recapping both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and The Beautiful for the week of December 26th through December 30th. And we normally talk about The Young and the Restless first, and then we talk about The Bold and The Beautiful, and then we have our Flip the Script segments. Now, we're going to try to keep both of the soaps within the first hour because we still, unless you guys want to do it in a separate video, because I still wanted to do, I didn't have time this week to really organize it, but I still wanted to talk about the best, um, the best and worst of this year. Remember we was talking about that last week and we were going to do a live about that and chat about it. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to do it in this video. We can spend the first hour breaking down both of the soaps and then talk about the best and the worst. Sounds good to me. And we're, I'm for whatever y'all are up for because I think today really depends on how the two of you feel. So I'm good with playing it by ear. And I think all of your uh, longtime supporters would feel the same way. Okay. Now I'm looking in the comment. Let's see. Some people are saying it's separated. Eh? Okay, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see about that. All right. So let's go ahead and I'm going to give my summary of The Young and the Restless. And then we'll break down the storyline. All right. So, hold on. Let me flip my, my, my screen and my notes and all this good stuff. Oh, wait a minute. What happened? Okay, there we go. Sally realized that she might be pregnant. Diane tried to convince Stark that she missed their risky lifestyle. Jack and Diane shared a New Year's Eve kiss. Daniel confided to his parents that he'd become estranged from Heather and Lucy. Lily decided that she and Bill should take some time apart. And that's what we have for this week. So where do you want to go? Uh, <clears throat> let's start with Lily and Billy. <clears throat> Lily and Billy. Yeah, because that didn't. That wasn't a very long. Yeah, it was a short one. Well, I would say with Lily and Billy, it was inevitable. I mean, how do you, as Billy, spend Christmas with both your exes? And they kind of brought that up when Lily, like the fact that I, you got to spend Christmas elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, I said that about a week ago or the week before. Mm-hmm. How is it that it was okay for Billy to end up having sit-down dinner with Adam, Chelsea, and Victoria? Where was Lily? You could have made a phone call and say, hey, babe, we're over at society. We're having some dinner. Why don't you pop in? Now, yeah. if she says, oh, well, no, I'm busy, then that's on her at this point. But you didn't even give her the option. Mm-mm. So that would have been, I can see how that's the, you know, what is it? The straw to break the camel's back or whatever. Yep. So yeah. that's my well, and thought. Then the, yo, the New Year's Eve. I mean, did you really plan New Year's Eve to stand outside in the cold for four hours until midnight when the fireworks go off? Did yeah, whatever time they're gonna, I mean, did you, seriously? And, and, you know, <clears throat> I gotta say, what, a character like Lily, who has always been, other than the troubles that she faced that we're all keenly aware of, has mm-hmm. always been so polite, so 
gracious, so loving, so helpful to everybody. And to be treating her like this, it really, I was, I was really annoyed with Billy at his absolute lack of the ability to plan for something while still helping someone else, because you can do more than one thing at a time in this life. And his focus has become lasered on yeah. Chelsea. And I don't blame Lily. I'd be done too. Yeah. She, he, it was almost like an obsession. It def he's definitely obsessed with it, with Chelsea's situation. And he still doesn't see it. And it's one more of his, what, that's another one of the issues with his entire um, DNA makeup is that he can't not be addicted to something because he has an addictive personality. So whether that is gambling or alcohol or now this, focusing now on a person, it's an addiction and he, he needs help. Yeah, when he said to her, when they were talking, him and Lily were talking about their issues, and Lily said, like, he, she understands why he wants to help Chelsea, that Chelsea isn't the problem for her. And I forget what else she said, but then he was like, well, I don't feel like you do understand it. And it's like, like what you said, Trish, he's just, he's so unaware of how obsessed he is with helping Chelsea at the expense of his relationship with Lily, it's like he's just not getting it. It's not it's, it's not sinking into him for whatever reason. Mm. And all he's saying is Lily is just being unreasonable or insensitive or insecure. It's crazy to me. And um, I'm looking at a, a, a message that Melanie Corlin said. Lily told Billy that we need time apart, but what she means to say is to go on a break where she can go and hook up with Daniel and Billy hook up with Chelsea. I didn't, on that part right there, if you're trying to figure out your relationship, why you need time to figure out whether or not we will need to be together? I don't get that part. Mm -mm. Yeah, I think she, she Clean at break. this point, she just needs to break up with them because there's no, if together they can't figure it out, how right. are they going to figure it out when they're not together? Because they're not yeah, going to counsel. Yep. You're right. So they may as well have just, she may as well have just broken it off completely. Do you, I agree. Do you guys think that Lily is a boring character? I'm seeing that as a comment scrolling through uh, on the YouTube side. I don't think she's boring. I mean, she's, it's hard to say that a character is boring unless they're a character like Phyllis or Sally, who's got like Five. neat kind of spark about right. She's no more boring than Chloe or Victoria or Abby or anybody else on that show. I think she's a very complex character. And I think that if you go back to, um, you know, she was in a stable home. She had her mom and dad with her. Then she finds out her dad is not her dad. That was trauma. Her mom dies. That was trauma. She ran away uh, with, with Daniel. That was trauma. Um, she, you know, there's been so many different things in her life that people are discounting that this character has been through the cancer, um, the having a surrogate and, and not being able to have her baby, you know, had to have a surrogate, have her baby. That was a big, a big emotional uh, challenge for her to accept. And she did it. She has her babies. Her babies have grown up. 
She had the wreck. I mean, this is a woman who's been through a lot of tragedy and trauma and she still remains dignified and grounded. And I think that is a good kind of character to have on the show because so often you get the, either the overplayed or the, you know what I mean? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love Lily. I've yeah. always liked her. It's, I honestly think it is the writing that they're giving her mm-hmm. to. It's the storylines that they yeah. give her. You yeah. know, do I think that she have had some good scenes? Yeah, but what they've been giving her lately or recently, and then this whole thing with Billy, it's just a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah. And even so, like, <clears throat> part of this, I feel like, is Chelsea also not being um, respectful. And yeah, being respectful of that relationship because you have no business calling another man on Christmas Eve, on Christmas, mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. Asking if he can come hang out. You know Billy is in a relationship. Yep. Yep. So there's plenty of you. Why aren't you call Chloe? Chloe is your best friend. And in my opinion, Chloe needs to be around for her more. Like if my best friend was going through something like that, I would make sure that she, you know, was not alone on Christmas, was not alone on New Year's Eve. And that she had, you know, somebody to be around. And just because Chloe has a family doesn't mean that. Um, Chelsea can't come and hang out with them. Like I always, me and my best friends, when they're in town, mm-hmm. they have family here, but <clears throat> we we're always at each other's house. Yep, we do our rotations, so it's not that's not unusual or, or uncommon for you to, if you have a best friend, for you to spend that time with them. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah, that's interesting because with the whole thing with Chelsea, Chelsea. Even though, yes, she's going through this treatment and therapy, but at her core, she's always been a con, right? Oh, absolutely. And she's going to be a con. And I think right now she may not even be aware of it, but there's a little mini con going on with the way that she's pulling strings with everybody that's now in her orbit because she had this issue, which was heinous and horrible for her to go through. And at the same time, I kind of sort of feel like she's now taking advantage she is taking advantage. I mean, she already knows Lily feeling some kind of way yeah. by the meeting that her and Lily had a few weeks ago. Yeah. And you know this man is in a relationship and everything. And you still, like who one of you just said, why are you calling him? Keisha, yeah. That was Keisha. Why are you calling him to hang out over at New Year's Eve or whatever? I mean, seriously. Yeah. So she knows what she's doing. Yes, she's mm-hmm. going through something. She's needing the therapy. She needs to do whatever she needs to do to get herself healthy. But that doesn't mean that she didn't turn off her con games. Right. Right. And Billy knows it too. Because when she texted him um this week for him to ask him if he was busy or whatever, he kind of it took a second and had this look on his face like man, should I, should I go over there? Right. Not? He know better. Yeah, and this was after the conversation that he had with Lily. Yep. So mm-hmm. I, even though Lily, you know, asked for a break, that, that would have been the perfect opportunity for him to really understand and see what Lily was talking about. Yes, Instead thank of you. responding to Chelsea, you know, basically running after her like a little puppy dog because she wants him to come over. Mm-hmm. Could have told her, you know, I, I've got plans 
and maybe went after Lily and apologized to her and said, you know what, I, I understand what you're talking about. I know you want to be on a break right now, but I still want to spend New Year's with you. Something yep. like that, I mean. Yep. And the other thing is, when Lily said, you know, I was expecting us maybe to do something different for New Year's, that would have been his cue to say, okay, what you want to do? Let's go get dressed up. Let's go to the top of the tower. Right. Let's it's not like the they can't just walk in somewhere. They know all the owners of everything. They don't right. need to be on a list. They are on the list already without even needing to be written down. And, and I mean, come on, Billy, read the room. <laughs> right. <laughs> you talking about, now, I know Keisha and I live in the Midwest. Wisconsin is north of me. It's cold. Yeah. You're going to stand outside. I know how it is in Chicago to stand outside too long. We just had a week, a week ago, what was it, like negative, what was it, 6, 30, whatever it was. Even at 20 degrees outside, I am not standing out on a Navy Pier waiting for the fireworks no. for four hours. No. Yeah. <laughs> And y'all, I live in Houston and it's going to probably be in the fifties this evening. Mm -hmm. And I'm probably not going to stand outside to watch fireworks. Plus, I mean, they're not legal in the city, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to be standing outside in that kind of cold. No, I mean, so for him to just say, oh yeah, you know, I thought this would be the perfect thing for us to just to stand here and wait for the fireworks. I'm like, dude, are you serious? That girl wanted to get dressed up, put her makeup on, curl her hair, mm -hmm. put on the glitteriest dress she could find and the highest heels she could find, toast at some club and kiss you at midnight. That's what she wanted. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, Billy and then instead of making it right, he ends up, she's like, okay, you know what, fine, I'll walk away. He didn't chase after her, but you go over to Chelsea's. Right. <sighs> Yeah, okay, Billy. <laughs> yeah, and now you have um, Connor making comments like, Billy made mom smile. Oh, Lord, yeah. I'm like, come on. It's obviously they're going to try to put those two together. They may as well after all of this. Well, right, and I still go back to the fact that I think that's just utterly ridiculous and disgusting based on their at the way that they came together in the first place. I mean, y'all, come on. I mean, well, I guess I do actually know somebody who dated and then married her stalker, so I don't know. Now, here's an interesting comment. Honey Smile 320 said, Chelsea doesn't owe Lily anything. That's on Billy. Plus, Billy does the same thing with Victoria whenever she needs something. Lily knew this about Billy before getting into a relationship with him. That's a good point. Yeah. Billy yeah, has probably. been doing this pretty much through history. Yeah, she's right. Chelsea doesn't owe Lily anything because her and Lily aren't, they're not friends. Right. Um, however, Billy is the one Chelsea, that got to fix this. Uh, yes, that is correct. It's on Billy to, to fix the issue. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chelsea's still taking advantage. Right. Yeah, she is. She definitely is. It's, it's still to have the to have the gall to call someone else's man on a holiday. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, yeah. You, you don't that, did, you, did you guys see that whole thing where they were making that egg, whatever that the egg catcher. Oh, the egg drop thing. Yeah. yeah. And then Billy, I'm like, 
so and the way that it happened it was so interesting because Adam showed up Adam ended up leaving I guess he wasn't a help to his own son right and then Billy came in and all of a sudden they want to make it a project right I'm yeah. like man come on you could have <laughs> they are really trying to push the Chelsea Billy thing now let me ask you though do you think Billy and Chelsea technically would make an a better couple though um i think i think they are both too i feel like erratic for to put those two together they too like erratic. they both have too oh many, erratic okay they both have too many issues like you're putting two two people that need serious therapy and i i don't know i guess i can't say that I, I can't. You can't I don't say like that it. Therapy, you need to be to, shouldn't be together. But um, this particular pairing, I I don't know if I necessarily like, just because of the way it's happening. Yep. Because because are you only are you only now interested in her because of the trauma that she went through? You know what I mean? Yeah, she's broken. I got to go fix her. Well, you can't fix yourself. So how are you going to fix somebody else? Right. Right. You got your own problems that you need to be worried about. Amen. Yeah, that's true. And I think both of them. Mm-hmm. I think both of them probably need to be single for a while until they get their Thank own you. together. Yeah, because all they're doing is trauma bonding. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's all. And um, that's. A, I mean, that is a real thing. And I mean, I, I. That is absolutely a real thing, and mm-hmm. it can be controlled. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. Chelsea, somebody said Chelsea should hold on. Okay, Chelsea should still know better than to act like Billy is single and at her disposal 24-7. She has no respect for anybody. That was Ethel McWayne. And she also said no to Billy and Chelsea. She is a fool because he left her at the altar before. That's right. That was a long time ago. He did. And not only that, I mean, y'all, the heinous way in which they got together. I mean, she just finally apologized for it. Right. I'm sorry, but that's not the kind of thing that you just get over and then become a life partner with someone. I don't, I just think that's just you. Yeah. Now, Melanie says, I can't believe that Lily suggested therapy to Billy after the holidays, after she said, let's take some time apart. It's not going to work with the therapy. Oh, no, I think it was that she suggested therapy and he wasn't ready. So they were going to do it after the holidays. Mm-hmm. But then this went down. So I don't think they're going to do it because he didn't yeah. even try because she specifically said, even when we discussed therapy, since we discussed going to therapy, you're still doing the exact same thing you were doing before I told you I thought we needed to go to therapy. Yeah. Jessica, Jessica Fowler says Billy has a hero complex. Yep. First, Victoria with Ashland. Now this. I agree. Uh, what is uh Linda Timmons say if he really wanted to see some fireworks from there, they could have gone someplace else that was fun and warm, then came back to that spot when the fireworks was uh when it's time for the fireworks. That's a good point. Yeah. That whole thing was just basically showing how Billy has been so focused on Chelsea he didn't take he didn't, time to right. anything for him and his actual girlfriend. Yeah, he didn't have you time just, to throw some together. Yeah, there's he's got no gas left in the tank for Lily. Right. Mm-mm. But like I said, I would have been done if I found out that my boyfriend decided to spend 
you know, a Christmas dinner with his two exes and his arch enemy. Uh-huh. Like, no, I'm out. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, you want to talk about Sally? Sure. What did Sally expect? I mean, seriously. I mean, she. Go ahead. You know, if you're going to raw dog two different people two days in a row. <laughs> it's and, really, you didn't take, and you didn't take your pill. Yeah, it's it's really, you know, I mean, for whom the bell tolls is all I can say. <laughs> I mean, what did you, she, uh, hey, she said that they didn't use protection. She skipped a couple of her pills. And as much as she was sexing uh, Nick, she also had goodbye sex with Adam. Yep. And and I even put it on the community tab. I asked, who do you think the dad is? Because if you look at her period tracker, her last menstrual period was November 14th. She had sex with Adam December 12th. Uh I mean, 5th, 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 December 5th, which technically would have been about two weeks after your the, your first menstrual day, which usually that that's right about the right time for ovulation and everything. So it's, I mean, probably I would think that they were probably assigned in the script this baby to Adam. I mean, Nick yeah. got way too many kids. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. I think it's gonna end up Adam's Adam's baby. Which makes me wonder, because it's not like Nick doesn't know that her and Adam slept together. Right. right. That's not going to be a shock to him. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if when she tells him that she might be pregnant or, you know, when she finds out for sure that she's pregnant, if Nick is going to do the, well, I don't, it doesn't matter whose it is. I still want to be with you kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it would only make sense that the writers go that direction unless something else happens. But, you know, I'm wondering, will they let her bring a baby into the storyline? I don't know. But it does come out next week that, you know, spoiler alert, that her test is positive. Um, So what happens now? And then she goes into denial. Have you guys seen the Monday's episode? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, so as soon as she finds out that the test is positive, then she denies. She goes into straight denial mode. Oh, oh I'm probably not pregnant. I'm just been stressing and blah, blah, blah. And the test is not, uh, it, it, maybe it's a false, ne- a false positive. And I'm like, girl, you had Chloe search around town to get a pregnancy test you go take it it tell you an answer and now you don't want to believe it right wishful you, hoping yeah you did the do yeah you, you dudes did. Uh, dudes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see I figure Tenerife says that I figure it's Adams Adam is going to be really fired up to think Nick is going to snatch another one of his kids, given that Nick already has Christian. Ooh. Yeah. Then do you that's think right. it'll come out and Connor will find out he has another brother? Yeah, right. That's what I said last week. I wonder you did. If, it, if it ends up being mm-hmm. um, Nick, if that will make Adam want to take Christian from Nick. You sure did. Yep. 
Well, I hope she don't hang around Chloe too long because Chloe has a history of lying to who's the actual father. So <laughs> she does. She sure does. So, but the thing is, I mean, can you you can find out? You used to have to wait back in the day. You couldn't find out until who's the father until the child was born. Right. Can you find out who the child's biological father is in utero? Yeah, I think you can now. You can now. I I believe so. I don't know how long you have to be. Uh, I don't know how far along you have to be before they yeah. can do that. What is it called? Amniocentesis. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know the I don't know the dates of all of that. I never <laughs> had to worry about it. <laughs> yeah, me, you know, me either. When I was uh, married, I had my two kids by their dad, so you know, I never had that issue. Yeah, but I any, never have any. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. You don't have any kids. I don't. I'm the girl. I'm the youngest of 10. I just turned 56 on Wednesday. I've got no oh, regrets. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Happy belated yeah. birthday. Thank you. Birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Did you do anything? No. <laughs> Are you doing anything this weekend? No. <laughs> oh, God. I know your husband maybe took you out for dinner or something. No. <laughs> no, you. Know, I laugh, but no, you know he has the, uh, that rare illness I had told you about. Oh, and, uh, okay. We he's unfortunately been having a bad episode, and so no, we're we're just staying home, and um, it's all it's fine. It's fine. Okay, just laying low. Okay, cool. Just laying low. Okay, so yeah, it looks like according to some of the, you can check uh dna prior to birth okay cool um chloe took advantage of billy and kane to have a baby yeah that's what we were just talking about yep but um yeah i mean it's it's going to be interesting to see which way the writers are going to go with this are they going to take it to full term where she ends up you know having a baby and or they that brings adam and sally back together i don't know I'm curious to see how that's going to pan out now that Me she's too. pregnant. Well, y'all know that I loved, I loved Sally and Adam together. And of course I thought that when they reunited for that one, you know, 20 minutes, um, that it was really boring and that there was no spark there, but I know that they down, you know, had them downplay everything, but I, they could get that spark back. I, Cause I still am. I'm still a fan of Sally and Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that could bring a, because that could bring a spark back to the relationship, but I would yeah. hate to have a child do that. They yeah. have to actually be in tune and connected with each other. So, right. But hey, it doesn't surprise me. We all been talking about that coming for what the last month or two. Yep. So, okay, let's move on. Um, what about the whole thing with Daniel and how he confided uh, how he became estranged from Heather and Lucy? I'm not buying it. You think he's lying? I think there's a lot more to the story. Oh. Okay. I guess I didn't get that. I I just thought he finally had an honest moment about what happened with his marriage. And the stuff that he was saying, I mean, honestly, it makes him look kind of like a jerk. So I I guess I didn't think um, anything more of it. I don't know. I think he's not telling the whole story. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, hey, listen, they always say it's three sides to the story, right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, his side, and then have the side, and then whatever the truth is. So, I mean, with the looks that he had on his face, the story did not match the intensity level of the story or lack thereof didn't match the intensity level of his facial expressions every time it's been brought up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't, I just, it, that just makes me think that there's something else. Uh, I got to mention this. Delmonica Belen says, did anyone consider fraternal twins where both Nick and Adam will be fathers? That could be. That's <laughs> happened in real life. It we happens talk- in real life. Huh? Yeah. We talked about that last week. We brought up the yep, the situation on guiding light as the world turns. The one with Blake. Oh, okay. Yeah. I watched those, so yeah, I'll let you talk about it. I I just said that's what happened with that character, Blake, and okay. uh, I can't remember the two men that she has slept with, but she had twins, and each one of those men ended up being the. Um, father of one of the twins. Which which soap did you I say that, that was? Guiding Light. I think Blake Guiding was Guiding Light. Light, and I can't remember who the men were. If it was, was she, was she the uh, the curly haired guys, doctors? Yeah, I feel like she always went Rick, Doctor Rick Bauer, and then she, somebody yeah. else. She used to go between Rick and um, Philip. Uh, not Philip. Dang it! Well, I I said his name last week, and I cannot remember. Oh, I can't remember either. But yeah, I, the storyline I remember. <clears throat> Whose last name? Wasn't there like somebody's last name Mahler or something like that? Marler. Justin Marler? No. No, Justin. I'm not sure. Um, somebody said Chloe is going to talk Sally into saying that Nick is the father of that baby. That doesn't surprise me. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past her. I wouldn't either. She hates Adam. Um, Melanie says it was, if there's a test, huh? How could she talk her into what a test will tell so her? So, I guess if if the kid, yeah, just say it's Nick's instead of just you know trying to figure it out, which oh. that's just crazy to me, uh, you know, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, Melanie says, is, is up, guys. sorry, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry, that's right, Rick and Ross. With, uh, Melanie Blake. says it was sweet to start doing video games and name it Princess Louisa after his daughter and that Danny and Phyllis will be working with Daniel. Phyllis, oh my God, Phyllis. <laughs> Phyllis, what do you think about that whole interaction between her and um, and Summer? I think Phyllis is just so deeply hurt that people will not listen to her about Diane because she is having flashback trauma and she she's so angry and she's so out of sorts because diane has lied this whole time there has not been a week go by that diane has not thrown up one more oh well there's this part i didn't tell you and there's this and you blah 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 and Mm -hmm. um i think phyllis is at her wits end because no one is listening to her and i think that she took it out on summer but i also i don't blame her for taking it out on Summer because Summer is literally um, ignoring her own mom's trauma and just siding with, you know, smiling Jack, who's not thinking with the right head and her husband who just wants his mommy back. 
And they, I mean, honestly, when she slithered back into town, they had these conversations, but no one, there was really no, um, like, I don't know. I just, if my mom pretended to be dead for all those years, I don't see how I could just let her back in so easily like Kyle did and, and give her the keys to the kingdom, the house, the job, the money, putting her up. You know, I just, you'd have to prove yourself for a very long time. And not only has she not proven herself, she has proven Phyllis right with every single lie that she's told since she's been back in town. So I am once again, team Phyllis. And I'm annoyed thing that what would have worked in Phyllis's on her behalf is not to exacerbate the situation. So bringing Stark to town and doing all this stuff with the evil trifecta and this whole thing with Talia Morgan, all that was brought, that, that didn't help her situation. That's the thing. Diane would have fell on her face eventually anyway, right? Because, it, you know, the truth always comes out, always. It does. And, but, and in Phyllis's case, she was hanging on so hard to making everyone see that she's right, that she just lost her mind. I mean, I, you hear about people having blackouts in their brain. I think they also have a whiteout where there's so much static when they're so angry about something that they can't really see the reality that what they're doing is actually like you're saying, exacerbating the situation. They yeah, really it's making it worse. I mean, she should have just she should have just put her feelings on the table. I yeah. don't trust this woman. I don't think you should let her back in your life. I agree. Blah, 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 blah and take a step back. And if they choose not to listen to you, whatever happens, it's on them. Yeah. But for you to now manipulate and manufacture behind the scenes to push the situation, it makes like somebody who just said this, it makes her look like the jealous ex. Oh, it, yes, you are right. It, it does. It does. And that she was, has uh, her reasons. That was Tenerife. She says, I love Phyllis, but she is really looking like a jealous ex, the way she's going about things. Yeah. Even if Diane weren't in town, I don't think Jack would take her back anyway. Well, and Jack doesn't deserve her, so... I want Jack to wind up being alone. Jack always does the same stupid stuff where women are concerned. It's been a pattern his entire history, and I think he is destined to be alone. <laughs> Ethel McWayne said Phyllis just needs therapy in the story. Well, I don't I don't disagree. <laughs> Melanie says Jack, Kyle, and Summer cannot blame Phyllis for Diane's downfalls. Uh -uh, Amaya says Phyllis is helping Diane by acting insane. Exactly. It's that's she, she gotta step back on this. It's definitely backfiring on Phyllis. There's no question. Yeah, and so I saw Monday's episode, and it's just I, I the, the thing is with you got two very polar moms in this situation and summer is right in the middle of it you got your husband and her mom and his mom and which you know diane and her crazy history but your mom ain't a saint either so then no. you got phyllis who has been a wild card she's the restless in the young and the restless yeah and so it's like you got two polarizing mother-in-laws <laughs> Well, you do, and and you've got you 
know, uh, Summer being the, the daughter, she actually, <clears throat> she annoyed me last week, but she is being a little bit more pragmatic where Kyle is just all in. He's forgiven Diane. Every time she comes back with another lie, he coddles her further. And now he just expects Summer to, to turn her back on her mom and be done. Well, Phyllis is right about a lot of stuff. And so I hope Summer finally opens her eyes and realizes that Kyle's the one who's blind now. I don't I don't think he wants her to. I think he's more pissed off on the behaviors that added to this issue that Phyllis brought in. Bringing Stark did not help her case. It just didn't. And I know Phyllis is like, oh, he would have showed up either way. If that's the case, then stay out of it and let him show up on his own. Don't you make it because now it looked like you're the problem because you brought him here. You took the time. You tracked him down. You got on a phone call. You told him where it was at. They showed up at Jabot. They showed up at the property. I mean, he showed up at Jabot. He showed up at the property. You brought this man back to town. So that is more seen as a problem than Diane is. Well, I think in her mind, don't you think that she sees it as Stark is to Diane what Diane is to Phyllis? And how dare they bring Diane back to town? Well, I mean, it, it still didn't help her case. No, it did not. You're right. But I think, you know, if you look at the way Phyllis's brain works, she is in total, absolute defense mode. I'm not saying it's the right thing, but I'm saying that's where her, that's where she's at. So Amaya said Kyle is a, has a right to be annoyed with Phyllis. Mind the business that pays her. Kyle is 30 years old. This is his decision. Yeah, that is true. It's I mean, at the end of the day, true. whether Phyllis or Nikki or um, Ashley or any of them are so pissed off, I always said this the past several weeks, Kyle is the catalyst. He's the catalyst in all of If Kyle says, you know what, get the French toast out of town. I don't ever want to see you again. I don't want you on the property. I don't want you at Marchetti or Jabot. It's over. But the problem is, it's not Jack. It's Kyle. Yeah. And you know, the other thing that's probably killing Phyllis is that she actually helped Kyle as a kid after his mother pretended to be dead. She helped him a lot. She helped raise him. She was with Jack a lot of that time. And, And for him to just toss all that aside and it's now it's all just peachy keen diane's back oh mommy 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 i mean come on well i mean honestly i i i can understand that um but i ain't gonna go down that history but anyway the thing is it usually happens if there's a biological parent that either they've got to know or spend time with their connection is there. And I mean, it might start off negative yeah. and it might change into something positive later because of whatever reason. It Sometimes it happens that way. And I know Phil is like, you owe me, I took care of you, your mama left town. But Kyle is like, hey, I still want to know my mom. Yeah. Yeah, I get it from Kyle's perspective. I just think that's probably part of what Phyllis is feeling. Right, yeah. wrong, or indifferent. I think that's part of what she's feeling. Uh, Amaya says, I love Phyllis, but I can't condone the weird behavior. Her mind, her feelings aren't what's important. It's Kyle's life, 
and anyone would want their parents back if you thought that they died. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. <laughs> you know, so okay. um, yeah, my kid's dad. It'll come. It's coming up on ten years next month that he oh, passed away. So. Yeah, I could imagine if that was to happen, what they would feel like. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. Um, let's see. Phyllis is suffering from trauma, being rejected by everyone. She will need the therapy. Summer just stayed by her man, didn't consider her mom's warning. That was Delmonica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Nana said Kyle will suffer in the end. Yep. Probably so. This all has to come to a hilt. Mm-hmm. you know and look like whatever this plan that Jack, Kyle and Diane is putting together it's about to backfire next week wow well, yeah. and what the heck is happening with Tucker I mean he's like not even talking to Diane anymore so their whole conspiracy whatever whatever it seems like it's over but who knows yeah that whole because we had that kiss that he had with Ashley Ugh. on Monday yeah, you know, and it's like, come on, Ashley. Yeah, well, she claimed, looked like she thinks she got some type of plan. I don't know. What do you think? Keisha? Is she still there? She clearly, probably she clearly has a plan because when Jack made a comment about them, will you just trust me for once? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did so. say that. She must be up to something. Yeah, but I wonder what. It looks like Tucker is so... He's a finesser. That it wouldn't surprise He's like a five-headed snake. He's playing every single angle while he stands straight in front of you. Right. He's in front of you. He's beside you. He's behind you. He's looking over you. That character, I don't know how this happened because I was so annoyed when he came back. But now I think it's fascinating to watch the angles that he's coming from because he's all over the map while seemingly standing still. And I don't know how this guy's doing that, but that's the reading I'm getting from this guy. He's, he's subtly manipulative. Yeah. Uh, Tucker is busy getting it in with Audra and kissing Ashley afterwards. I hope he brushes Ew. his teeth. That's what's honey smile three two zero. That was funny. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Tucker needs to give Phyllis a free trip to to the ashram. Oh my goodness, that's funny. Yeah. She just uh, needs to let it go already. I the whole <clears throat> this whole thing with Phyllis and Diane to me was the mistake that Summer and Kyle made was just not just staying out of the middle of the drama with them. Neither one of those women should have been hired at their company. Uh-uh. And nope. um, they just needed to be up front with both of them and telling them, you know what? I know you guys don't like each other. I know there's a bad history here. There's, you know, drama. But keep us out of it. When we're with you, is about you. When we're with you, Phyllis, it's about you. We don't want to hear, you know, you bashing our mothers on both sides. Mm-hmm. They should. I I agree with you on that. They should have yep. never hired either one of those women. Yeah. Yep. And that's what they're not. That's what they're not doing. They're not setting boundaries for either one of those women. 
and they are constantly put in the middle of their hate for each other. So in my opinion, Phyllis, that conversation that she had with Summer was, that was unfair because Phyllis constantly put Summer in the middle of her hate and whatever drama she has going on with Diane. And she just needs to, if she's going to sneak around and do all these things that she's doing, she needs to keep Summer out of it. Don't, don't go to Summer and try to plead your case as to why Diane is a horrible person. Because ultimately what she's doing is forcing Summer to pick between, not her and Diane, she's forcing Summer to pick between Kyle and her mother. Yeah. Because yeah. Summer isn't, isn't necessarily yeah. you know, going and hanging out and having lunch with Diane and going on shopping trips with Diane. She's just trying to be a supportive wife. Exactly. And, and Phyllis doesn't see it that way. She just sees it as you're taking Diane's side basically because you're not bat-mouthing Diane and cussing her out every time you're in the room with her. Mm-hmm. And the fear of her to expect that from Summer. Now, here's the interesting thing. Hunter King would definitely stay at 10 toes down against Kyle with this thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, The new, how they, you know, the recasted Summer is a little bit softer to me. Yeah. And so, like the little girl summer that we remember who had Mr. Ears, whereas Hunter King played with that edge after she came back from exactly. She would have been the type of person, she's just that's why her Hunter King and Michelle Stafford played off of each other so well, and sometimes they played against each other, yep, because they were so much alike, yeah. You know, and with the recast this summer, she is the opposite of Phyllis. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's playing, you know, the supportive wife. This is her marriage. Phyllis is going to be the downfall of her marriage if she don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And looking at that preview where she's having a conversation with Daniel next week about, oh, how dare he He just do this with his mom and I'm just supposed to blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and a lot of that is predicated on what I saw on Monday with, uh, you know, Phyllis is like, yeah, she, Phyllis, even though I, under, I understand totally where Phyllis is coming from mm-hmm. with Diane in this whole situation, it's just how she's moving about it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's being manipulative. The only reason that she sold her, her rest, her uh, hotel was not to just say, oh, I'm sick of the hotel business. She purposely wanted to get into Marchetti just to watch Diane, that which was part of the agreement she made with the evil trifecta. Yep. Now, yeah, that's why I don't feel bad that summer. Exactly. Because you didn't take that job because you truly, really wanted to work with your daughter because you had that opportunity and you turned it down before. Right. right. You only went back to that offer after you found out Diane was working there. Oh, Tenerife said if Phyllis hadn't called Jeremy, they could have all had Christmas together. That was kind of all on Phyllis. Yeah. There's no lie there. Yeah. Yep. 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 I mean, because she's pissed off. uh, One of the things that she mentions on Monday is about her being pissed off not spending time with uh, Summer to watch Harrison open up the Christmas gift. And it's like, yeah, because they were busy trying to hide away Diane. Now they choose to do that. 
Yep. But all this was predicated on the fact that you brought Jeremy Stock to town. Yeah. So, I mean, come on. You, she got to take accountability in some of this stuff. That's the thing. I mean, if 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 she was, if I was looking at Phyllis and like, you know what, at least she took accountability. She brought this man to town. They've been trying to work the whole magazine thing with Talia. Own that, I'm okay with you. Okay, you owned it. But she don't want to own it. It's always somebody else's fault. And I just, I just can't roll with you on that. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> She's got her pictures on the wall with the pins and the string, and it all leads back to Diane. Yep. Yep, yep. And I just see that this is going to be a situation where this is probably going to break up Kyle and Summer again. Uh-uh. Yeah, well, yeah, because, you know, you can't have a happy couple. No. Kyle was gracious to Phyllis Monday, even though she called Jeremy so she can miss me with that one. No accountability at all. That was Amaya. Yeah, y'all got to wait and see Monday's episode because she comes up in the door talking about, see, I thought about taking the high road and looking at my ways, but now that I'm here, no, I changed my mind. And I'm like, what? Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Y'all got anything else? Not on that one. Yeah. Uh, and then we did talk about Jack kissing Diane, right? No. All right. Well, go ahead. Have at it. Jack kissing Diane. I think we all saw that coming. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did put the preview out, but the thing is, I was wondering how they got there. And it was a New Year's Eve kiss. You know, I thought it was because they were in the moment. Well, I guess I guess they were in some kind of moment. But I thought this was just a, oh, I'm kissing somebody because it's New Year's Eve. Did y'all get that or did you get a connection there? Um, I thought it was just a connection. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, Jack clearly has developed feelings for Diane over these past few months. Which is exactly what Phyllis said was going to happen. She was going to snake her way right through everybody, and she's yeah. absolutely snaking her way through everybody. She is, but the thing is, that's on that's on Jack and Kyle. She can't force people. She's trying to force everybody to hate Diane like she does, and you can't force that. And because yeah insisting on telling everybody who will listen Diane is is a horrible human being like you like you guys said it's just making her look like the insane one because she just won't drop it yep um let's see Amaya says she's team Jack and Diane they got the best chemistry in her opinion uh, Diane's plan is going to backfire, which we talked about. And then Honey Smile 320 is like Jack kissing Diane. Boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn Raina says, my favorite number one girl is Phyllis. Will always be a warrior. She speaks the truth and doesn't have to own it because the bottom line, everyone is going to know she's right. <laughs> That's a diehard Phyllis. Yes, it is. She's a diehard Phyllis fan. Yep. All right. Did we cover everything? Um. 
What else yeah. you got? Uh, Chance and Sharon, there was like a few minutes there. Yeah. Nothing yeah. exciting. Nothing exciting there. I mean, I thought they were going to try to pin test them, but it, it didn't, to me, it really didn't go anywhere. I mean, it was nice for them to talk. Yeah. I've seen Nick more times with Sharon this week and even Monday than I've seen him in a while. Yes. Yeah. But when he was with Sharon, he was talking about Sally. Yes. Right. Exactly. I don't I don't see them trying to put those two back. <clears throat> right. mm -hmm. Oh, and what about uh, Danny? Oh, that was fun seeing him come back. Yeah, and then he, he reunited with uh, Lauren and Tracy and all of them. So I'm guessing uh, Christine and Paul must have broken up because when they showed her, when she saw the picture that Phyllis posted, mm -hmm. she she made some kind of comment like almost something as if she was disappointed that he didn't let her know yeah. that he was going to be back in town. It's like, aren't you married? Yeah, right. <laughs> supposed to let you know? So That's I'm, what everybody was saying. Like, what happened to Paul? Right. Her and Paul must have got a divorce or something. Yeah, that part didn't make sense to me because she was really pining over Danny. Yeah, she was. So, but it was nice to actually see them singing Happy New Year when he was with Tracy and Lauren. That was cute. It yeah. was cute. But um, I think, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I think we, we covered everything for oh. Oh, the wrestling. What you got? Um, Nate Bond hanging out during Christmas. Oh, yeah. That's right. Well, yes, I think that was Tuesday. I was half here. Right. Um, he over there at first trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together with Elena when, because him and Elena just found out that Abby and Chance were getting a divorce. Mm -hmm. it, one thing I like about Elena is that she will call Nate out. Yep. Yes. Because when he was over there talking about, well, it's weird because um Devon and Amanda broke up and she moved away and now Chance and Abby are getting a divorce mm -hmm. I wonder if this has anything to do with Elena and Devon break and Elena was like basically like mind your business it's none of your business it's none of my business and it's like you're trying to because you got called out on what you did trying to take your family's company from them mm -hmm. now you're trying to find something on Devon to try to make him look like a bad guy and she told him, like, it's not it's not my business, it's not your business, so you need to drop it. Yeah, that she called him out. Now, yeah. I will say, spoiler alert, Victoria is now kind of going after Nate next week. As I think they're going to start that. Ooh, where did I see that? We knew it was coming. Yeah. yeah at first, I thought it was, you know, they were trying to play him around with Audra or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. But maybe not. Because uh let me see what <coughs> that I it's somewhere in here. Give me one second. Let me look at my spoiler notes. Um yeah. Uh Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Victoria is going to let her guard down with Nate. 
So, you know, they can't only give so much. But obviously, who knows what's going to happen. Well, when Victoria sets her sights on something, she's going to go for it, whether she should or not. I mean, that's, you know, she was younger and Nina and Ryan, and she went after Ryan. Listen, Tenerife says it's going to be battle royale between Victoria and Audra for Nate. Audra wants insider Newman info, and she knows Nate is weak in keeping his mouth shut. Interesting. That would be interesting. Because I mean, he already offered her a, a position if she wanted it. Yeah. But wouldn't that, that wouldn't work in Audra's favor to be battling with the CEO of Newman if she's trying to get in there. Yeah, that's true, too. That's true. Oh, yeah. And then we also briefly, there's these little parts where Victor is trying to control Adam and Nick. Oh, yeah. Par for the course. Yeah. That conversation he had with Adam when they were sitting at the bar. Mm-hmm. You are a horrible father. Yeah. The way he <laughs> It's just, uh, just the way he talks to Adam and Nick, honestly. Mm-hmm. And Nick one of the kids that he, you know, actually truly love loves. It's just like, how do you not see that the way that you talk to your children is disgusting? Telling them that, you know, when they're failures, like the way he the way he delivers it and like telling Adam, you have nothing and it's your fault. Like, like you didn't have anything to do with some of the issues that he's had growing up. Right. Yeah. The other crazy thing is Nick tried to play two in the middle. He talked trash about Adam. And then when Victor starts to get in his business, then he like, I see that's why Adam left. I'm like, dude. How did you just flip in that second? I noticed that too. Yeah, because the light went off again and it was like, holy crap, <laughs> Adam's probably right about a lot of this stuff. And that's why it was so <clears throat> funny when he got to the bar to talk to um, Adam. Adam was like, why are you here? <laughs> what is this about? Because he'd been trashing him for weeks and now all of a sudden you want to have a, a decent conversation with me because you pissed off at Pops. I don't blame Adam for looking at him. Oh, I know what it is. Dad don't want you with Sally. That's why you're talking to me. All right. Yeah. Nick tries to play two in the middle. Come on. And Victoria's just, you know, standing there always on her dad's side. Yep. Um, Oh, Melanie says, Adam told Nick, we both know that Sally is not the one and Sharon is the one, always has been. Here's the, that was funny, that conversation. And Adam walked away and was like, I didn't have to say it. You did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what? what? <laughs> you remember that conversation, Trish? Yes, I do. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that, that was at the bar, uh, Keisha, where, oh, when, that, like, when, when Nick brought up Sharon, Oh, so I guess you're going to talk about Sharon and my my history with her. And he was like, I don't have to bring it up. He oh, just did. <clears throat> because that's what, hey, Nick, we all know Nick and Sharon's history. So Yeah, because yeah, I think I my, my comment to that was he can't really talk when it comes to Sharon because he's got the same, maybe exactly. not the exact same history as Nick, but him and Sharon also, you know, have their history too. Yeah, they do. 
Uh, Brooklyn Rayner, I thought about the same thing after watching Monday's episode. Can't wait for Victor to find out he's going to be a grandpa. Uh, listen, with Sally, anybody should know that if you have a Newman child, Victor is going to come for it. Uh-huh. I don't care if it got three ounces of Newman blood, he's coming for your kid. <laughs> yep. So he might not like Sally, but because it's a Newman, oh, he's going to be like, oh, we're going to have to take that kid and, you know, bring him over here and be on the ranch. Because now that's also what he's trying to do with Connor. He, he told, um, spoiler alert, he told Adam on Monday that, and I think he kind of talked about it this week, that he wants to keep Connor away from Chelsea over at yeah. the ranch. yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, mm, no, you, you you don't have the right to do that. I understand that you grandpa, but uh, yeah, he's fine. You know, mm. mommy dearest is not acting right when it comes to Billy, but you know, yeah. All right, y'all ready to move on? Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to move on to the bold and the beautiful. Uh-oh. <clears throat> and we only have four days this week because yesterday was preempted. So we didn't have any new episodes yesterday. But for the Bold and Beautiful for the week of December 26th through the 30th, Thomas threw himself on the mercy of the Forrester <laughs> Board of Hypocrites, I mean director. <laughs> but his fate had been sealed before he even arrived. Carter gave Katie a heartfelt gift. Sheila pleaded her case to Steffi and Finn, and Bill arrived to say that Sheila went to jail, Taylor would too, and they kissed. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's, let's talk about the, the Thomas thing. That was at the beginning of the week. Y'all. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and pray. his mouth. I thought, are you are are you seriously speaking right now? Who told you it was okay to open your mouth? Who are you and talking about? When Carter opened his mouth about oh Tom Carter, okay, like dude, you're an employee. You're talking to a guy whose last name is Forrester, who owns five percent of the company. Who, yeah, he shouldn't have done it, but. I mean, the woman he did it to literally pushed him off a cliff. So you don't need to have an opinion about any of this, especially after what you just did. Like the words that were spewing from all the people around that table, it was like, wow, man, where's the mirror? And I get it. Yeah, Thomas screwed up. Yeah, he needs to pay for what he did. But just hearing the hypocrisy was laughable. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I'm looking like everybody at that table. I mean, we came off of, and a lot of the stuff that just happened was in this past year. Yep. I mean, the whole thing with, you know, they were so pissed off at Thomas gaslighting his son when it just happened between Liam, Hope, and Brooke trying to gaslight Douglas about the kissing Santa Claus on New Year's. Um, and then the whole entanglement between, you know, Carter and, and Eric and it, it's just like, are you serious right, right now? Right, right. 
I mean, who else was at that table? Brooke, uh, Hope, Eric, Ricardo, and Ridge. Ricardo and Ridge, yeah. And Ridge just got held to the fire this past, what, two weeks or so? Yep. With this whole thing that happened with Aspen and not telling the women why he was actually doing what he was doing. But then you want to come on, dude, really? That whole thing could have ended a long time ago if once he found out about the CPS call, when he went over to Brooks the first time, say, hey, Brooks, did you call CPS on my son? Right. Instead of saying, just say it. Just say it. Just be honest with me. And she's like, what are you talking about? I think he did ask her once if she called. Uh-huh. And no. <laughs> but I think that was the only time he actually said it. Oh my God! Somebody said Carter needs to take several seats. Absolutely. Yeah, that was Brooklyn in a different room. Jessica Fowler said that whole board needs to take several seats. Mm-hmm. Oh, we gonna save all that. Yeah, I'm gonna have all you guys in the comment section. Y'all got a list who wants to who y'all want to take several seats when we get to the end. Ridge didn't have to run to Taylor the moment he had an issue with Brooke. That was so wrong. Right. Thomas can be good, but his transformation doesn't last long, thanks to these stupid writers. Well, um, none of their transformations last long. <clears throat> no. Mm-mm. Melanie says, I'm happy that Thomas got fired, and nobody trusts working with him. Oh, that was a board of hypocrites to me. It was just too... It, only person I could possibly maybe say could get away with saying something is probably Katie. That's it. Maybe. Uh, Katie's still sketchy. Look at what she did with with Nick and look at what she did. Uh, who was the other guy? Um, she's done some sketchy things. Yeah, but at least that was a, almost a long time ago. It These was. Folks yeah. able done stuff in the last two years. Right. I mean, Hope pushed him in a vat of acid. Exactly. Brooke and ran. Cliff. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, Steffi didn't even show up. And here's right. the biggest problem. Why didn't Ridge or Steffi tell Taylor? She didn't even know what went down. Right. She was shocked. I didn't get that part. Yeah, I think you had something to say about that this week, Keisha, didn't you? Yeah, that's basically what I said. Was there's it didn't make sense that Ridge or Steffi didn't let Taylor know what happened with Thomas and that she heard it from Brooke. Yeah, why Brooke? Even after solidify their friendship, that was so that whole thing was just ridiculous. I mean, it's one thing what happened a couple weeks ago, and you know, they had the whole choose ourselves. Okay, fine. But then this whole thing, that was Ridge's job to go either before or after the meeting, call Taylor and say, hey, look, this is what's going on. I let our son go. He no longer works at the company. She didn't know none of that. Also, Mm -hmm. Brooke didn't tell her what happened at Christmas about her kissing Ridge under that mistletoe. I, I was going to mention that, so thank you. Yes, that's exactly right. She did not. Yeah. So she left a lot of holes in her story. Here's my thing. 
at though. I don't even like that whole we're not gonna take bridge back pat. Like I'm not gonna tell somebody you have to promise me you're not gonna get back with this man and I'll do the same. Mm-hmm. If that's what if that's who you truly if you guys are in love and he's choosing you over me, I, I'm not going to get mad at you for it, taking that leap with, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I was a stupid thing to do. Yeah, I think that's kind of lame that they're doing that. That's why I think my um, I think my flip a couple of weeks ago or after that whole We Choose Us thing was I, I just wish that they would have made it more clear like if Ridge is choosing to be with you, then that's that, you know, I'll move on, whatever, and vice versa, instead of both of them expecting one another to just completely stay away from Ridge romantically. Yeah. Because what's gonna happen is when one of them ends up accepting him back because he wants to be with Taylor or Brooke, then it's just gonna start that feud right back up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That is something interesting going on because that whole, oh, it feels so good to be in your arms. It feels good to be in your arms, too. It seemed like a lot of people were wondering if they were trying to chem test both Brooke and Taylor. That's I, didn't, like, I didn't get that. I thought that was more like just a relief of two women who now are going to see themselves as sisters. That's what I got. Yeah, well, the like kind of, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Keisha. I feel like they could have worded that script a little differently because that to me it sound more like a romantic uh, gesture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it's just yeah. A lot of people were wondering about that. They was like, because uh, you know, like I try to scope Facebook and the comment section on YouTube and even across Instagram, and folks were wondering where they were going to go with that. So. And then the way they were looking at each other, they I was like, are you guys going to kiss or something? I don't know. I didn't know where they were going to go with that. Um, I knew, Melanie says, I knew Brooke wasn't going to break a promise. I knew Brooke was going to break a promise to Taylor that she's not going to go to Ridge, but kisses him at Eric's Christmas party. And that shouldn't be a promise, though. Like, they shouldn't have even promised that to each other. Right. Mm-hmm. How about we just whoever gets with Ridge, fine, we'll move on. I won't try to interfere. Like that's all it should have been. All I know is Ridge ain't telling Taylor anything. She didn't even know he was at Eric's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She didn't know her son was fired. She didn't know that he was over there. And he's just been silent when it comes to Taylor. Whereas Brooke is sitting in on board meetings. He's showing up over there. Eric, they end up kissing under that mistletoe. They're going to end up putting Brooke and Ridge back together. It's just inevitable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and if you if that's the case, get just bring Taylor a new dude. Put Taylor with. Uh, unfortunately, he it, they they screwed that theory up when when Bill threatened to blackmail Taylor over. I mean, blackmail Steffi with Taylor, but. Maybe they could have put Taylor with Bill at some point. I don't know. I wouldn't even like that one because Bill is also obsessed with Brooke. Yeah, that's true too. I would rather them bring someone brand new on for Taylor that has no connection to Brooke. Absolutely. Yeah, it would be nice, but I don't see that happening. 
No. They, they hardly ever bring anybody new. I mean, and if they do, they only have a quick stint. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's move into... Because pretty much it was only two storylines this week. The yeah, the holidays and the insane asylum. And the, yeah, the outer limits and the twilight zone. <laughs> that, I gotta say, the whole thing, that, that whole comedy skit between Wyatt and uh, Liam, I was, it was so funny to me. That oh, was my funny. God. When he looked at that wig and said, wait a minute, he was like, what, is that part of your personal collection? I was rolling. <laughs> I miss Wyatt. I like him. They need to bring them, put them two together more often. We hardly ever see that camaraderie. Yeah. yeah. I no. just, Wyatt just stop yelling every time he talks. You think he's yelling? I feel like he's always, he always has this high intensity in his voice when he's talking. Like he's always yelling about something. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> now I'm going to have to look for that. Yeah. Go, I had go watch that scene. <clears throat> go back and watch that scene. Not, I'm not saying he yells the entire time, but it's like his, his voice gets elevated. And it's like, calm down, dude. <laughs> like, just talk normal. He's wound up tight. Yes, he is. He gets very wound up. Somebody, Delmonica says, how about Jack for Taylor? Uh, <clears throat> which is Lee's ex-husband. No, because Jack's the one who got Sheila pregnant. So then she <laughs> would be married to her daughter's husband's father. No. Daughter's husband's, yeah. Okay, that's true. Father-in-law. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that whole thing with Wyatt and Liam was so funny. Oh, my God. He's, he comes in the house. It's dark up in there. And then Wyatt has his freaking hoodie on walking up and talking about, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, now let's head over to Steffi's house. Again, and I said this beginning of the week in my recaps, if you're about to get busy with somebody, I the door. Lock the door. You lock the door. <laughs> I mean, even in the house, people lock the bedroom door. I would think you would lock the front door if you're going to have getting busy on the couch. Close the curtains. That's something. Sheila just walked in. <laughs> And look like Lee, I mean, uh, look like Finn was about to be mid stroke or something. And so they looked up, like, who is that? <laughs> it's like, who busts a door open like that? I mean, I like in car the bad guys in cartoon characters that are lurching outside the door, you know, bang it open like that. But it's like, and then the lightning goes off and shines in her face. and and out of the look on Steffi's face, just the whole situation. Right. It was crazy. To that me. whole scene was bizarre. That whole and scene was so crazy. And yeah, and so after she's going back and forth, they were like, let me tie you up. And next thing you know, lightning strike and the door open again and it's Bill. Somebody locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was too late at that point. <laughs> Y'all, seriously. Oh, she is in the house and 
your your security is nowhere to be found. I don't. I mean, where's the security they hired? Right. And the lights are all off, and you don't have like a fire poker where you could knock the person. The fireplace is right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's. I just to stand there and look at someone like that. Instead of attacking them, I don't know. I just really, really wish Steffi would have just rolled her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, I didn't know what they were going to bring up with the whole blackmailing of Taylor being, and Bill being shot. And so a lot of people, and I know I kind of um, brought that to you guys' attention in Messenger about the fact that um, one of the one of the viewers had dropped it in my comments that Steffi actually shot Sheila first mm-hmm. back in 2017. And I had totally forgot about that when he, when Sheila was helping Eric and Sheila never pressed charges. She was a free woman. She hadn't actually get anything to be put in jail at that point, but she let it slide. And then, um, of course, fast forward to, what, April of 2022, you know, the whole shooting in the alley. I that, This whole thing, I, I still, there is some account. I, I know Keisha does not agree with me. This has been an ongoing conversation we've had all year. <laughs> but... Girl, why do you you continue to talk about how dangerous she is? Yes, you continue to jump in her face. Is she dangerous or not? Seriously, I mean that's just my th- my thing on that. But I'm not gonna rehash that whole thing. But Bill, somebody said Bill looked like he was drugged. That's I, I feel like it looked like she drugged Bill because of the way. So when she told him, she was like turned. And Bill turns around and lifts up his shirt to show the bullet hole or the yeah. bullet scar. I'm like, is she is he in a trance right now? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> it was just very bizarre. It was That's very weird. Thing with Bill being all, um, you know, nobody likes me. Nobody cares if I'm alive. I'm like, Steffi, go over there and just slap him right now across the face because now- it is ridiculous. Okay, so let me ask you, ladies, because here's something I was a little bit confused about. When he kept talking about how you don't want to have anything more to do with me, Steffi, was he talking about in a romantic way or just not being a friend? He had to be talking about romantically. Yeah. Because they had, there's been nothing else that has gone on between them. Not a thing. Like they haven't had any conflict or drama or anything like that since the whole, you know, issue with him breaking up her and Liam. No, and he's come over to see his granddaughter. So why would he? That's like the whole thing is none of this. To me, the writers just sat at a table and threw a bunch of uh, stuff in the middle of the table, shuffled it up, closed their eyes and grabbed something and said, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. I mean, none of it added up. None of it made sense. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It's almost as bad as the whole Roger Thorpe storyline on Guiding Light back in the 80s. I just thought it's just the ridiculousness is off the charts. That's all I got. 
Yeah, because I'm like, you've been holding a torch for Steffi all this time? Yeah, like, where did this come from? Where did this come from? I mean, it's been over five years since they've been together in that way, right? Longer, maybe longer than that. And then all of a sudden, you you crying about Brooke, Katie, and Steffi. Steffi, you don't want to have any... The girl, don't you see her husband standing right next to her? Right. And not only that, you're the one that <clears throat> helped find Finn and get Finn back to Steffi and shook Ridge's hand. What? It, what is this is stupid. Like, I was really annoyed. Yeah. What I didn't like is that they like they took the spine out of Finn in this scene. He was just there. He wasn't saying you, you guys need to get the French toast out of my house. I'm calling the cops. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. Get out. Oh, well, I'm going to tell your mom, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He wasn't saying anything too much, except, Steffi, what is he talking about? That what was talking like, about. Like, why are y'all standing in, y'all, in y'all's house arguing with these two people that just walked into your house? Bingo. Why, why y'all were trying to get your freak on on New Year's? I mean, what? seriously. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's no argument we had here. I don't want you in my house. Y'all need to get out. And it's not even y'all need to get out. Bill, get out, and you're going to prison. Yeah. Yeah, that whole thing was just weird. It was so weird. And I guess, obviously, Steffi haven't told her husband some things, because he's like, what is he talking about, Steffi? What is he talking about? Why would he do that? Why would you? Why would your mom shoot him? Well, it's because yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it says wait till F- Melanie says wait till Finn find out that Bill and Steffi slept together. Does he already? Does Finn even know? Finn don't know that, does he? I, I think so. I I guess I just assumed when Steffi was going through the whole thing with her drug addiction and stuff like that that. Maybe she had already talked about her past with him. Because it was a baby daddy situation between Bill and Liam, right? Mm -hmm. And then the youngest kid, Hayes, is a baby daddy situation between Liam and Finn. Yeah. Okay. Even if he doesn't know, like, what difference now? Right. What you say if he doesn't know what? Keisha, I didn't hear the last part. I was saying, even if Finn didn't know about the history between her and Bill, what difference? What difference does it make now if she, you know, does tell him like this is what happened if he didn't already know? Oh, that's kind of close to home. I mean, that's your your daughter's grandfather, so I don't know. Maybe it might kind of sit differently than if it was some other dude that was a stranger, you know, that wasn't related to the family. Um, Steffi was the one that got away from Bill. Yes, Brooklyn. Melanie says, I don't feel sorry for Bill going to the dark side because Katie and Brooke rejected you. So you're going to go to low hanging fruit. Sheila and Bill, talking about Sheila kissing Bill. Oh, wait, that's not even low hanging fruit. That fruit's already (laughs) falling on the ground. (laughs) It's partially rotten. (laughs) I want to know where in county. What'd you say? I want to know how Bill even found it. See, that's the other missing piece that was so confusing for me is at what point when she got out of that police chase, that's when she went to Bill's house? Right. When they had this conversation? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's a lot of holes in this story. Now, as much as as crazy as it was, I laughed my whole way through it. I needed to this week, so I just laughed at it. <laughs> I needed some comedy. <laughs> I, I I literally rolled my eyes and said, are you kidding? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. What's that? I don't know what Steffi will do, but Sheila needs to go down and they can send Bill to the loony bin somewhere. <laughs> that was Nana Rob. Um, Ethel McWayne says it makes a difference because Bill is the father man what is that message oh bill is the father they still are carrying that i remember keisha and i have been talking about that for years back remember keisha everybody wants uh kelly to be bill's daughter yeah they are still there's a lot of people that still think that girl is bill yeah people won't let that one go they won't let that go Mm mm-mm Deacon keep asking Sheila where she goes every day. The answer is over the bills. Right. <laughs> That's a good one, Ethel. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of missing chapters to the story that Bell is telling. I have a lot of questions about the missing pages. Yeah, me too, Jenna. Yep. I, I don't, yeah, there's just too many holes in this story this week. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else happened. The Swiss week? Cheese Week. Swiss Cheese Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that kiss—they made that kiss so dramatic. They turned around and they looked at each other real slow, and then the camera kind of slowly, and they had this weird horror music playing in the background. I was that was laughing. the worst close-up I think I've ever seen on my large screen TV. I was laughing. Horrifying. I was recording at the same time for the recap, and I was trying to hold my laugh because I didn't want to catch myself laughing on the video. It was just so funny to me because I'm like, I can't believe that this is actually happening. <laughs> yeah, shudder. Listen, Kimberlyn Brown better get an Emmy this year. That's all I'm going to say. The girl is... Carter needs to go over that cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jenna says, if you think this story is screwy, you can blame the fans who who have been begging for this all year. We were begging for this? I've never heard of such a thing. I heard of no such a thing. Oh, it says, on all of the message boards, the Brooke fans have been begging Bell to bring up when Taylor shot oh. Bell to use this to get rid of Taylor. Oh, wow. Okay. So, obviously, it must... Oh, yeah, the Brooke fans is figure like, oh, bring that up. And then, oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, I guess, hey, some of the writers are moving through the social to figure out stuff, but that whole thing with Bill and Sheila, I just... To me, if I had to pick between Bill and Sheila or Deacon and Sheila, I think Deacon and Sheila got the most chemistry. It was robotic. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it was repulsive. I'm sorry. That's that's all I got. Yeah. You talking about for Bill? For the or whole the Deacon? whole scene. The whole even with mm-hmm. the whole scene of Bill and Sheila. 
Gotcha. That thing, that whole thing, I, like I said, as crazy and out of in another world, as I call it, outer limits or the, the whatever, Twilight Zone, I just laughed through it. I couldn't believe what was being written because I, I, I just would never expected this. Uh-uh. It was crazy to me. Uh-huh. You know, and then you blackmail Steffi. It's like, Bill, how are you going to you you trying to be a better person, but then you blackmail in the same conversation. Your that granddaughter's makes, mother. Yeah, your granddaughter's mother. And for Sheila, of all people. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Take the trash out. Let's go. Yeah. It says, bringing up Taylor's shooting bill ruined any chances to see a new romance on the show. The Brooke fans completely lost their minds. Really? Hey, you guys need to tell me where this message board is. Is it on Facebook? Because I need to see what they what's going on. I'm about to be an eye spy over there, see what's up. Um, Tenerife says, I can really see a who's the daddy storyline with Deacon and Sheila and Bill. Uh, I don't know about that one. That would be one insane kid if it turned out to be a Bill and Sheila's baby. Yeah. This is how Bell went after Steffi for the fans that have been begging them to get rid of Steffi. Wow. Okay, Jenna, you said there's three message boards. Let me drop them either in the chat here or um let's see. You can you can also email at CBS Soap Dish Recap at Gmail. So if you guys got stuff, you can send it there. I would have it would have been beneficial for Sheila to bring up Steffi shooting her. Exactly. That's what would have worked. Bringing up her mom is one thing, but if they really wanted to nail it, they could have actually did that one. There are multiple soap groups on Facebook. I believe. Yeah, I'm in those, Ethel. I'm in the Facebook groups. Myself and Keisha and Trish. We are all over in those. Yeah, so, okay, well, if there's other message boards outside of Facebook, let us know. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, that was the only two. Oh, we, what about the whole thing with Katie Carter and the Diamond Heart? Oh, yeah, man, I was just yeah. before yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You know, I look at that whole situation, and even though they're, they had been taking it slow, mm -hmm. I mean, how many women can Carter love in a 15-month period? A lot, <laughs> obviously. Evidently. That man falls in love faster than anybody. He sure does. He does. And I, I mean, I'm a Carter fan, but this is, you know, a little I ridiculous. I will say Katie has probably been my favorite matchup that they've given him so far. Yeah, how long is going to last is the question because, yeah. spoiler alert, even though we got that whole crazy thing with Sheila and Bill this week, Bill is going to turn Sheila in next week, which is going to be very impressive to Katie. Oh, God, Katie. I know, right? So I don't know if that means she's going to run back to Bill, but she's going to be really impressed by the fact that Bill became a hero. I hope not. I hope that it does I hope that is not the thing that makes her change her mind about him, because it still does not eliminate the fact that that man was in love with your sister. Uh, yep. 
And if Brooke, he could, if let's say Katie takes him back. If Brooke told Bill that same day, you know what? I made a mistake. I want to be with you. Yeah. He would drop Katie like a hot potato in a second. Mm-hmm. Of course. Right. Of course. So, yeah, I don't know, Carter. I mean, I think he's being a really great guy. Carter, You, can, I know that I forgot one of my viewers. They said that that's her man. That's my man, too. And so <laughs> he's a good guy and he's hot. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how long that's going to last with Katie. I mean, maybe. But you say you like the chemistry, Keish, right? Yeah, I think that's that has probably been his best matchup. Oh, yeah, Jenna, I did see that. Yeah, that is a good – it, it would be if they can just keep them together. Jenna, I did see the matchup. So, yeah, um, her old friend Mike is going to be back next week, meaning Sheila. Oh. I thought he got arrested. He didn't. Yeah, well, he's going to show up and um, meet up with her. And Deacon is also going to meet her up in jail, too. So, it's like – see, here's the thing. Sheila keep coming around because she, the men in, in, on this show allows her to. That whole thing back in 2017 when Steffi shot uh, Sheila, why? Because she was up in there helping Eric. They end up kissing. Sheila mm. has been coming around with these men on the show, and she figured out a way to finesse and get under their good graces. Now, there is a um, there are soap fans that I talk to who are men, and sometimes, and I don't know if this is true, but sometimes they say crazy people have crazy sex. So maybe that's why she, she saved Oh, them. absolutely. It's the, it's the crazy insane scale. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. So <clears throat> let's see. Tenerife say Bell was teasing about bringing more of the young and new families to the front in the coming year. Wish they would bring back RJ, Rick, and little little Jack, who would be looking for his bio mom. That would be interesting. We need something different than this whole... I think they did this is because after the whole Thomas CPS thing, it fell off. It fell off. The viewership fell off a cliff after November sweeps. Mm-hmm. They had to come up with something so crazy and so mind-blowing to get everybody to watch. But they end up throwing this whole thing together this week, and it was just so twisted. Just bring on new characters and create new storylines. You won't have to just throw something together to keep folks interested. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Honey Smile said, if you could rank male characters as a partner for yourself, how would you rank in this order? Now, for her, she said Carter's number one, Wyatt is number two, Thomas is number three because he's a bad boy. <laughs> uh, on bold, I would just say Carter. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a Carter fan. What about you guys? Um... I would say, well, I know he's not on there right now. Who? 
I always liked Marcus when he was Oh, on. Marcus is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say Marcus. Maybe Wyatt. And then Carter. Oh, okay. Nobody wants Finn or Liam? <laughs> <laughs> All about Finn. Oh, you take Finn? Liam gets on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, yeah, Finn and Mr. Liberty Bibbity. Um, oh, yeah, I, was I didn't hear you say it, Keisha. I said Finn is a sweetheart, so I, I think I, maybe I would replace Finn with Wyatt. Or oh. Wyatt, Finn, I mean. Jenna said they all too weak for her. Uh, <laughs> even <laughs> Bill? Did you say Bill? No, I was saying even Bill. I think she's talking about them too that I said. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. honey honey smile said I'll swap Wyatt for Finn. Kind of like you did, Keish. Yeah. He's cute. He's cute and cutie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we covered okay, we talked about Katie and Carter. We talked about the that whole twisted thing at Steffi's house. And then that whole uh, board of hypocrites. <laughs> now, my question is, where we going with Thomas? Y'all just, y'all just spent three, four months with Thomas with the whole CPS thing. He gets fired. Where does Thomas go? Where does Thomas go now? That whole thing just annoys me so bad because they had had him, you know, doing better and all this. It's just yeah. it's so annoying. If If his character was leaving the show, then this would have made sense. But if they don't plan on, if his character isn't going anywhere, then it's like, where, where can you even go from here? Yeah, exactly. Because everybody pretty much hates him, except for his mom. Exactly. Um, Jessica and Honey Smile said, what about Zenday? Zenday for me. <laughs> What'd you say? Zenday's too young. Yeah, he's a little bit young for me. Most of them are too young. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, you know, not thinking about the heinous things that they've done, but just, mm-hmm. you know, I I think uh, Bill Deacon Carter. Yeah, that's a good question too, Jenna. She said, where do we go with Ridge? We don't see him much. Is I mean, he still got a job, but. If he's not going to be with Taylor or Brooke, what 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 is his storyline? That's why I don't think this whole truce is going to last long. Yeah, if if it does last, I guess it might could be eat, pray, love. I don't know. Yeah, he's going to back. I think he'll be back with Brooke in a matter of a month. Yeah, right. Do you think? Because we didn't get to see Ridge apologize to Taylor for what he did, uh, like Jenna said. Do you think we he we should see that? I think we we should see him grovel to both of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we should have. Brooke, so why why are we not getting the other side with Taylor? Oh, my God. Okay, Tenerife said that there's a rumor that Ridge is doing a crossover to Y&R for Phyllis. (gasps) Ridge and Phyllis? Hmm. I never have thought about that, but honestly, it it might be kind of fun. I just, that would be I don't know. I'd have to see him in a scene together. Hmm. 
Yeah. I, you know what? If I was to cross over Ridge for anybody over on the on the Young and the Restless side, why not Sharon? Oh, Sharon. Okay. Phyllis? <laughs> Phyllis will drive him insane. You just got out of that whole craziness back in L.A. You're going to get into the craziness with the Restless over here? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you know, crazy insane. The whole fine line. <laughs> That would be an interesting match, though, to say the least. I always liked when Ashley had went over to Bold and Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Remember when her and Ridge were engaged for a bit? I always thought mm-hmm. that was a good couple. Mm-hmm. Ashley and Ridge? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was cool. She crossed over. I don't know who else would I put picture besides Sharon with Ridge on The Young and the Restless. I don't see him with Sharon. You don't? Mm-mm. Mm. Shoot, put him with Diane. I don't know. Take her back to L.A. with you. No. <laughs> I mean, that that might work because she was born here for some time. Yeah. You know, take her back to Diane. Let her cause some trouble with Brooke now. Now, I think Diane maybe will give Brooke a run for her money. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So, uh... Is going to turn Sheila in. I think it's on uh, Monday or Tuesday episode. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. But, yeah, that would be an interesting crossover. I would love if, if he's going to take a break from B&B and he take a trip out, out to General City. That would be interesting to watch. Oh, somebody said Ridge and Ashley. Weren't they, the, were they together before? Yeah, I just, I just. Oh, said, you just said that. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. I was thinking about somebody else. They were, um, they were engaged at one point when she was on the beautiful. Yeah. You know, okay. I still think that Ridge and Quinn had chemistry. If they bring Quinn back. Listen, Rena Sofer, unless they recast her, Rena Sofer out over the living her best life with her pottery. She they, is. They should have moved her on over to the Young and the Restless. Hmm. Our move to California with her jewelry business. Hey, could you imagine Quinn with Jack? Yes. You know, I maybe I could. Uh, Jessica said Diane would eat Brooke up. <laughs> she sure as heck wouldn't take anything from her. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I could see Quinn with Jack. Yeah, I could too. Or. Who else is, or even Tucker? Ooh, Tucker might be even better. That'd be hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see Quinn with Tucker. Quinn would call him out, too. She would. She'd see everything he was doing from a mile away. Yeah, I don't think Tucker could pull anything past Quinn. No. Uh, With the big boys. With the big boys. All right. Um, okay, Jenna asked, what do y'all think about the missed stories on the show? Missed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a lot of holes and a lot of different things. Yeah, missed as far as what? Yeah, well, we well see, I don't think that they closed up that whole thing well with Quinn leaving. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. I'm still annoyed by that. Yep. I mean, you saw one moment when Quinn and Carter was just happy in the office. 
And then the next thing we see Shauna telling Carter, oh, you'll find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ridiculous. I even think they could have given Zenday and Paris a little more and showed how they got back together. Yep. Yeah. Or like where their relationship is right now. Yep. Because it was kind of like the whole thing with Carter collapsed. And then we didn't really see Paris anymore. Not, not storyline wise. She was just kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see her anymore after that. And then it's like they show up at the Christmas party together, her and Zenday, and they're kissing. So it's like, oh, so they did get back together. Right. But there was no, like, we didn't see, we didn't watch that happen. I um, would have liked to see that happen. Same. Mm hmm. I would most definitely like to see that happen. Somebody actually thought when they fired Thomas, people were saying before this whole thing, which ended nowhere over at Steffi's, they thought that Thomas was going to be the one to stop uh, Sheila. Sheila. Yeah, yeah people were like, oh yeah, Thomas is going to be the one to save the day. And I was like, that would have been a way to redeem him somewhat. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, but they didn't do it. They they just they, they just took that whole thing down a, a dark rabbit hole with Bill and I'm like I laughed through it, but I'm like, yeah, that whole Thomas thing would have been great. And it would have made Thomas doing it would have made more sense than <clears throat> her suddenly popping up out of nowhere with Bill. Right. right. Yep. 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 If he went over to say, Hey Steph. Why didn't you come to the meeting? They fired me, blah, 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 blah. And then mm-hmm. she was there. He could have saw it, stopped her, bopped her upside the head, called the cops. You know, they just missed that whole thing. They could have did that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it says we need an hour of the bold and the beautiful. That would be great. <clears throat> I know. I wish. Same. Yeah, 30 minutes is just not enough. Mm-mm. All right, let's go ahead. How you doing over there, Keish? Uh, I'm I'm making it. <laughs> okay, I got to check in with you. All right, so let's go ahead and do our flip the script and uh, take several seat section and uh, of the of the show. So what you got? Um, who want to go first? Go ahead, Keisha. Uh, okay. Um. <clears throat> My Y and R flip is I I wish this week Jack would have told Diane I'm done dealing with the whole Jeremy Stark issue. Um because at the it's pointless, really. Like they're giving this man money for no reason. There's no legal there was no like legal contract that said Diane paid this man some money back. And he's just lingering around for what reason? So uh, to me the storyline is starting to fall apart. And the fact that they keep entertaining um, Jeremy Stark's threats, it just makes no sense. So I wish that, or I wish Jack or even Kyle would have said to Diane, look, we're done messing with this guy. We're not giving him any more money. Um, and if he continues to throw out threats or whatever, we're just going to go to the authorities. Because what else can they do? Are they going to walk around being scared of this man? For the you know for the rest of their lives because he's hanging around town, so I just don't I don't get where this storyline is going with Jeremy Stark. Yep. And then my take a seat is Phyllis because of that whole conversation she had with Summer. I didn't think that was fair. 
saying that she betrayed her. Um, so I need her to take a seat because I, I, I love Phyllis to death, but she brought a lot of the issues that she's having right now. She brought on herself because she just won't back away from the whole Diane situation. Right. Right. Uh, and then my boat in the beautiful flip mm-hmm. was the way that they handled Thomas being fired. Um, in my opinion, they did not need to call all the board members into the room just because of the the relationships that are in there. It should have been Ridge and Steffi and Thomas. They didn't need to have Brooke or and, and even Eric because that's his grandfather. Brooke didn't need to be there. Hope didn't need to be there. And Carter definitely didn't need to be there. It should have been his family talking to him and telling him this is why we're firing you. Right. Um, and then the take a seat is the whole the Forrester Creation board in general. They all need to take seats. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What you got, Trish? That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, it was. So on YNR, I think my flip the script would be that Lily just made a clean break from Billy because he's not going to stop doing what he's doing. He's going to continue to focus on the things that he chooses to focus on. And it's going to take all of his time away from her. And then he's going to blame her because she doesn't understand when all she wants is just to have a relationship. And um, so that's my flip the script on Y&R. And as far as taking seats on Y&R, um, I mean, Jack, I just, I'm just so annoyed right now that everything that's happening with Diane is just this slithering because I'm telling y'all in the next week or two, there's going to be something else that's going to come out that Diane has kept back, which is in essence a lie. And it's just going to continue and um, I just think Jack just needs to take a seat and think about what he's done and the direction he's heading. Um, with regard to the bold and the beautiful, um, that whole scene with Bill and Sheila was just a mockery of what we know on Bold and the Beautiful. Um, it was an insult to viewers. <laughs> I just thought it was beyond ridiculous. And I... I really wish that Steffi would have jumped across that coffee table and just started hammering Sheila. Um, That would have been really fun to watch, um, to have them get into it. Like they used to have Stephanie and Brooke get into it. Um, That would have been fantastic. Um, The take the seat on the bold and the beautiful. I don't, I mean, most everybody needs to take a seat right now, but there are several people who need a couch, including Bill. And (laughs) (laughs) I'm just flabbergasted. So that's what I've got. How about you, T? All right. So for my um, flip the script for Young and the Restless is, you know, that whole thing with Nicholas. Nicholas, just first of all, I had a few things to say about him. He's hovering. He's always over there at Sally. It's like he barges in on Monday. And it's like, dude, just chill out. Anyway, the whole situation with between Victor and his sons, at some point, Victor got to take a step back and just say, look, you know what? These are grown men. 
They're going to live the way their lives the way they want to and just back off. Um, but I would have told them, which probably, which they already did, is like, look, Pops, you know what? Listen, I'm grown. Let me do me. <laughs> let me do me. <laughs> Even if it blows up in my face, let me do me. Um, <laughs> and then to take a seat on the Young and the Restless, well, somebody already put gave Phyllis a chair, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to put Jack in that chair with her because they got caught kissing for New Year's. So, you know, Jack, it's like, granted, Kyle is the catalyst in this whole situation, you know, but yeah, him too. Um, if I had to put somebody else, Billy too. Billy botched that whole New Year's Eve thing. Oh, yeah. Billy has been, he has been given seats for, I think, the past month. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, well, he got to go sit down again because yeah. he botched that whole thing. And instead of trying to figure out his relationship and say, no, being apart doesn't help us, when Chelsea called, he should have said, this is not a good time. Yeah. No, you go over there anyway. I think Billy has a permanent seat. Yeah, let's give him a permanent seat until, <laughs> until he redeems himself. Yeah. He's uh, going to be then, in a straight jacket. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Now, my flip the script, even though I'm going to deal with the board of hypocrites, if I was Thomas, I would have called out everybody at that table. Uh, respectfully, Grandpa, you just came off of a whole entanglement with said dude across the table. Right. You almost fired him, but he's still here. But you're going to fire me. Um. Yeah, because remember, he threatened to fire Carter, but didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the whole thing with him, uh, I, I would have had him call out everybody at that table. Brooke, just a year ago, the same thing you're accusing me of gaslighting. My son, you did the same thing with trying to cover up Deacon. So, uh, so yeah, that's I would have had him do that. And then to take a seat, everybody at that table need to take a seat. Bill and Sheila need they they need straitjackets. And then um, if I had to give another row of seats, it would be the writers for this week on The Bold and the Beautiful. Because that whole thing is just was out of this world. Yep. Outer Limits, Twilight Zone. I hope I don't get copyright infringement for using those names. It's just a figure of speech. I better say that because you never know on the YouTube side. They ding you for everything. That's um, true. That's true. It's like when we say I need a Kleenex instead of a tissue. It's just the brand becomes what the phrase is. Digit Denny says that I like all of the Logans to take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, Akish? I said we feel you on that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thanks, Janet. I'm glad you enjoyed the channel. Uh, Jenna says Victor, Jack, Kyle, and Nick should all take a seat on YNR. Flip, Diane, and Jack. And Jack, light bulbs need to come back on. Sarah says Hope needs to take two seats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Anybody else drop something? I would love, oh, Tenerife say, I would love to see Phyllis take a 
take a breath and regroup and then get much better. Phyllis covert plan. Phyllis is better than this insane flying and screaming. Thomas needs to get his son from hope, says Sarah Saunders, and I hope Douglas is proven to have fathered by Ridge. If they can bring back the dead, they can switch paternity. That would be interesting. Yeah, they can and they do, and they have. Yeah, and then Jenna said that whole Diane story is designed to put Jack back with Diane. There's no other payoff to this story. Yeah, I know. Right. You're not a Diane fan. No. I just feel like they're dragging that storyline out. None of it none of it makes sense anymore. No. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. So like there's no literally no reason for them to be entertaining this guy. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm glad you enjoyed the live chat, Shonda. I agree. Oh, and thank you. Thank you. Um, I think that when you see Monday's show, you'll see where Phyllis is going. Yeah, I saw Monday's episode, Jenna. I did. Yeah, I saw her. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys got anything else? I don't believe so. No. Uh-uh. All right. So, um, if we want to do a 2022 rewind of the year on the best and worst, I'll probably do it on Monday. Um, I'll let you know how how um, that's going to go if we're, we'll do that. Keisha, let me know how you feeling. Are you off Monday? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay I'm off Monday too. So I'll put that out there. You guys on the YouTube side. On Monday is what I'm looking at trying to do it. Would you prefer in the morning? Wait a minute. Soaps are coming on on Monday. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Are you able to do it in the evening? Yeah, I got to do the recaps for the January 2nd episode. Um, Maybe try to, I don't know. I want to give you some time to get some rest, Keish, so you can sort through this or whatever you got going on. So I'll figure it out. I'll put. I'll let you guys know. You would uh, Trish and Keisha, and then I'll put something out on the community tab on what we're gonna do on the YouTube side. So, all right, you guys. You guys have a happy New Year. If you're going out, be safe out there. Um, and uh, yeah, stay tuned for all of the spoilers for the week of January second through January sixth, twenty twenty three. We are on the um, podcast side. Thank you again for another great year. We're going into season four. Keisha, season four. Yeah, insane. Insane. We've been doing this since 2019 on the podcast side. Four years. What'd you say, guys? I said it's been a lot of fun. I've never done anything like this. This is my first podcast I've ever been a part of. So it's been so much fun. And thank you for including me. Oh, no problem. You too, Trish. Thank y'all so much. Congratulations to the both of you. And thank you for including me as well. It's always so much fun to talk about the shows that we love to love and love to hate. (laughs) I know. Right. And I got, I always talk about the YouTube side, my OG podcast side. You keep coming back, supporting the podcast every week. I see the numbers from all over the world. I haven't forgot about you. So kudos to all of you guys as well. All right, you guys. So we're going to cut it here. Have a good one. Happy New Year. And we'll talk to you soon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 
Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.